0: hello guys welcome to the new podcast this is so surreal like when i say i've been planning this thing for months like i mean months i've literally been talking about it for so long but it was just a case of Right time and right place because I just finished my A-levels. I had my summer holidays, which was a literal movie. My cousins know, like, we had a blast. When I say enjoyment, I mean enjoyment. And this is the right time. Like, I've just started a new chapter of life. I'm at university now. I've just settled in. I've literally been in this city for, like, six days, not even a week. And it feels like I've been here for, like, months, which is, I guess, a good sign because... I feel comfortable and it's a lot different from London and the way of life there and I kind of just wanted a change. I've been in London my whole life, like as in from childhood, like I've been in that city for a while. So just getting out is just always good and I guess for a different perspective of life as well. Here's me talking and I've not even introduced myself. Hi guys, my name is Nikita. I'm from London, originally from Uganda. It's probably just my friends and family watching this for the first episode. Um, So you guys should know me. Um, I'm studying politics and international relations at the University of York. The reason for me starting this podcast in general is I've always loved expressing my feelings, especially on current issues like of the world. So what better way than making a podcast? Literally, like that is the best way for me to talk about relevant topics and it's still being there. So I could even look back and see my opinions and where my mind was really at at that time. So on today's episode I've started off heavy (laughs) I've started off a bit heavy I'm sorry but I think it's something that has really been neglected especially by our own people which is period poverty in Uganda. The United Nations says that as many as 20 million girls drop out of school worldwide every year due to lack of adequate menstrual hygiene products. Period poverty has always been a huge problem but Period poverty is a global issue affecting those who don't have access to safe, hygienic menstrual products or who are unable to manage periods with dignity. It doesn't just refer to those who have no access to menstrual products. In some cases, limited access to these products leads to prolonged use of the same tampons or pads which can cause infection. created such an effect on womanhood especially as it's a developing country. So accessibility to these types of resources is very limited which is quite strange because over in the UK since I'm from the UK it's obviously very accessible and the fact that basic standards of sanitary sanitary pads tampons, all of the female hygiene products. Why are they so inaccessible is my argument of today, because making them inaccessible for women, they've had to suffer by trying other ways to mitigate things which has their own impracticalities and their own effects. For example, using alternatives such as leafs or cloths, which aren't necessarily sanitary, which creates habitats for diseases. I live in the UK, so I don't live back home. Seeing how accessible these materials are to us, as in, I can literally walk downstairs to the nearest Tesco or Sainsbury's and they're there. That lack of accessibility has really affected women in the case of, it's kind of a domino effect of challenges. Like today, for example, in one of my lectures, we were talking about polycrisis. And this is a very good example of a polycrisis. As in one issue, one political issue leading to another one, like systematically, period poverty has now led to a large absence of females in education. And education being one of the core foundations of life in general, it really does jeopardize their potential. Maybe the reason for the lack of female representation, let's say in Ugandan parliament, could be for these reasons, they're missed opportunities that these young girls are losing. The Ministry of Health in Uganda says ages 12 to 18 drop out of school once they reach a period. And that is very upsetting because they'll find themselves in very compromising situations. The most common way women in Uganda have used to overcome period poverty is also, arranged marriages, which is another effect because that triggers um, teenage pregnancies, all of these STDs. She, she had fears to, she was fearing to ask for Santa part from the parent, and then she had to ask for it from a, a, a friend, a male friend. But a male friend asked her to to, 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 to sleep with her. So, the, the impact of sleeping with her actually caused. Pregnancy. cultural stigma surrounding period poverty includes taboos misconceptions beliefs that menstruation is impure and shameful for these women and this leads to a lot of isolation of individuals misconceptions which therefore impacts access to education and opportunities for women and girls Addressing and challenging these cultural norms is very crucial to fight against period poverty, especially in main urban areas of Uganda like Kampala. It's very unheard of and there's a lack of awareness, which can also make women feel alienated from society as well. So why are we still paying for sanitary products? As this centers around the idea that menstrual hygiene is a basic necessity for women and should be considered a fundamental right, especially in developing countries like Uganda, where living wages are between 3,000 to 5,000 shillings per day, which is about $1.50. So in order to sustain healthy lives and still afford essential products like food, water, Shelter. This perspective argues that access to sanitary products is essential for maintaining health, also dignity, and the ability to fully participate in daily activities, including education, including attending school, as it is very important for the development of these young girls to access higher education and opportunities that. lead them into a better path out of poverty society does recognize and supports the unique needs of women but i feel like it could really be amplified and done on a greater scale for example in uganda main ugandan actors i don't feel are really taking initiative of this situation these are topics that should be discussed regularly although actors such as ngos and charities ensures equality and addressing a biological necessity that should not be subject to financial barriers. So I really want us to just think about why are we actually paying for something that is natural, something that God has given us as women, something that is a powerful tool, although very harmful, especially young women who are uneducated, So from this episode, as listeners, I just want you to think about these three things. The government and policy of Uganda and to what extent should the government play a role in implementing policies and initiatives to combat period poverty and changes Ugandan actors especially need to better support menstrual health. And also the global solidarity. We have very big Public players obviously like the United Nations doing their part in globally combating this issue. But for Uganda specifically, we need more contributing initiatives. So in what ways do we think this can be overcome? And lastly, sustainable solutions. Accessing these materials is clearly expensive. So maybe there are other alternatives for women that could be used such as reusable menstrual products and community-driven initiatives, which plays a crucial role in eliminating period poverty as well. So to wrap up this episode, I'm just going to mention a few organisations and charities which have made females feel more empowered and give them a voice when it comes to period poverty, discover new innovative ways to spread awareness and give girls opportunities. Days for Girls, which is an organization that distributes sustainable menstrual hygiene solutions and provides education on reproductive health. And we also have Plan International Uganda. This organization basically works on various aspects of child's rights and education, including initiatives related to menstrual hygiene and management. And lastly, we have Ubuntu Foundation. And just like the rest, it's supports education and health and that's a wrap thank you guys so much for listening first episode very scary but exciting and i'll see you next episode join me and discuss some more international affairs and global issues